Hey, I'm Russ. And I'm Steve. Growing up in the 80s, we were introduced to video games, movies, and technology that made a lasting impression on us and forever enriched our lives. I think I'm gonna cry! It's been a fascinating journey to be a part of, one that we constantly treasure. Fire! Booty! Our goal is simple. Share our magical moments of discovery and geek out with lovely folks, just like you. Uh, achievement unlocked. So if you crave pixel goodness, memorable moments, and experiences that make your inner child do the happy dance, you've come to the right place. Let's do this! Welcome to Joygasm. <laughs> yeah! Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Russ, Xbox Live Toaster 360, and I want to welcome you guys back to Joygasm. It is June 13th, 2017, and we are on day four of E3 2017. Our focus is going to be on the Nintendo Spotlight. If you recall, Nintendo actually is not giving a live presentation at E3. They've kind of been doing this for the last few years. But they are giving us a Spotlight presentation, so we'll be able to see what the latest offerings are of Nintendo. I'm very curious to see exactly what they have in store, just because I'm curious about the, the Nintendo Switch. It's the one system that I do not own, but I'm very curious. I, I'm interested in owning the system and I just haven't got around to actually getting myself one of the, the, the consoles yet. When I do, I'm totally going to get Zelda because everybody I talk to is absolutely bananas over Zelda. They say it's one of the best RPGs of all time and just based on the, the wide-eyed passion in their their face and, and just the way that they speak about it, I, I cannot miss that. And so I'll be get, picking that up as well as Mario Kart. And yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what, what else they, they have in store here. So it looks like they're about ready to begin. I'm going to go ahead and start pumping up the volume on their side of things. And then I'll be making some comments here and there, just kind of like what I've been doing with Microsoft, Sony, EA, and so on and so forth. So let's check it out. The game is fun. Yeah, Reggie. The game is a battle. If it's not fun, why bother? If it's not a battle, where's the fun? It's a test that you pass or a quest that you fail. A race against time. Fun and battle always locked together. But the game is also something else. It's a journey a passport to new worlds, maybe even an odyssey. A look, a feel, an exploration. Close your focus and open your mind. Yes, the journey requires the right ticket. And that ticket is Nintendo Switch. But in the end, it's not just where you can take your game. It's where your game can take you. So let's go.
Oh. I do like the Switch logo. Story goes that when the world was young, Monolith Soft, huh? Everyone in Ulrest lived on the World Tree. Together with our Divine Father, the Architect. They called that paradise Elysium. Some sort of ship flying in the air. Fantasy world action. Field. Looks like some, some fantasy character. You're a blade. As the driver of the Aegis. Can you take me to Elysium? I'm in. Character style's Let's pretty go cool. To Elysium. I'll take you there myself. JRPG swords is Elysium. They're so big, so ornate. Graphic style is pretty cool in the game. This blade he calls Pyra. Her flames hide something deeper. What's the matter? Are you the Aegis, or aren't you? I won't use that power, and I won't let you use it either! If you know what you desire, you will have to show it. Not with words, but with your own strength! Everyone, let's go! Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Huh, holiday 2017. Sometimes you need a hero, a sword swinging, fire wielding, stone cold hero with an insatiable appetite. Oh, Kirby! Wow, that actually looks really good. It's so colorful. It's like Skittles colors everywhere. Oh. So happy, so colorful. Well, it looks like they co op in here. That's cool. 
Perhaps up to four player co-op. It's so cute. I have to to give you guys a, a fair disclaimer. Um, there may be certain things about these Nintendo games that fans of Nintendo are well versed in, and I am not. <laughs> and it doesn't mean I don't respect Nintendo. I absolutely have nothing but respect for Nintendo. But uh, this is definitely a system that I am not up to date on in terms of like every game. So um, yeah, maybe you guys can vicariously live through my uh, astonishment when I convey it. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> be gentle with me because you're probably like, yeah, Russ, we've this is, the series has been around for a long time. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a, a late bloomer to it. I'm, I'm looking into to getting into it. So on with the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Shinya Takahashi from Nintendo. Hey. I hope you've been enjoying the journey with Nintendo Switch so far. When I found out that Nintendo Switch is being accepted by video game fans from all over the world, as a home console that could be taken with you anywhere, I felt so relieved. Take Switch outside, come together, and share the experience. This idea was how we hoped people would play with Nintendo Switch. But people are coming up with many creative ways to play, in all kinds of places, in many more ways than we expected. This summer, Nintendo and its third-party partners will release many multiplayer games that can be played anytime, anywhere, and with anyone. We hope there will be many heated competitions that will be ignited by Nintendo Switch. Now, we'll continue our look at even more new game worlds for Nintendo Switch. But before we do, there is one announcement we'd like to share from our very special friend. Please take a look. Hi, everyone. Oh! I'm Tsunekazu Ishihara from the Pokemon Company. Cool! Just the other day, we announced that Pokémon Tournament Deluxe is coming to Nintendo Switch. This is the latest version of the premier Pokémon fighting game. Two people can dive right into battle using two Joy-Con controllers, so you can experience heated Pokémon battles with just one Nintendo Switch console. There are some fresh additions, including new Pokémon, and this deluxe version of the game will be on display at E3 for attendees to play. I have one more announcement. Game Freak has begun developing a core RPG Pokémon title on Nintendo Switch. It may not release for more than a year, but we hope you'll look forward to it all the same. Uh, I bet all the Pokemon the fans meantime, are loving that. Let's enjoy this year's E3. Ishihara-san, thank you very much. We heard that the Pokemon series is being developed for Nintendo Switch. What kind of Pokemon game will we be able to play on Nintendo Switch? I'm looking forward to it myself. At this year's E3, we're mostly showing games that will be released in 2017. But please know that here at Nintendo, we're working on many forms of entertainment that can only be made possible on Nintendo Switch. We hope you'll look forward to them as well. Now let's continue on with the journey with Nintendo Switch. Alrighty. Oh, there's some rumbling. 
Starfield galaxy action going. Ah. Got a numerical four. Oh, Metroid Prime 4. Now in development for Nintendo Switch. I have so many friends who are huge Metroid fans. I'm sure they are going gaga over this. Are we going to see any footage? I want to see some footage. Anything? Anything? Oh, was it just an announcement? I don't... Uh. I guess we're not going to see any Metroid footage. That's too bad. Looks like we're doing a Yoshi game now. Well, that's cool looking. Nintendo games are just so freaking cute. So you got some buddy system co-op action. You're it's kind of a 2.5D, but yet not. It's really cool looking. I guess it's just called Yoshi. In 2018. Has kind of a pop-up book approach to everything. Being able to rotate back and forth between the sides of the walls. That's really cool. A long, long time ago, there was a small kingdom that had been given the protection of a sacred dragon. One fateful day. Mother's in danger. An evil Can dragon appeared. You two must keep going. No, I'm coming with you. Bringing chaos and destruction to the land. Mother, no! In order to protect their people, two siblings set out to face the evil dragon. Joined by heroes who have appeared from other worlds. I am Marth, the Prince of Altea. We've come here to save you. Remember that you can rely on your friends. We're with you. Get it together, you two. If you can't do this, who can? That guy's voice sounds familiar. You fought your way this far. There's nothing you two can't do. No matter the danger, we can overcome it if we're working together. All right, let's move out. Working together, we can finish this! Fire Emblem Warriors. Has a, a cool style to it too. That's fall 2017. Hi there. I'm the Legend of Zelda series producer, Eiji Aonuma. Hi, Eiji. You may have already heard about it during Bethesda's showcase that was held a few days ago. It was announced that select Zelda items will appear in the Nintendo Switch version of Skyrim. I remember. 
I'm really looking forward to exploring Skyrim with the Master Sword in hand. Oh, when did this Master Sword get in my hand? Next up, we'll take a look at the DLC packs for The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh. Let us take you on a new Hyrule adventure. I seriously have got to start playing this game. Trial of the Sword, huh? Looks like Link's doing quite a bit of adventuring, climbing, dealing out some punishment, hang gliding. Something called Hero's Path Mode. I'm not too sure what that is. New armor. Croak mask. <laughs> Another mode called master mode. Zelda Breath of the Wild, the Master Trials expansion pack. Oh. There is an ancient verse passed down in this region called the Champions. Oh, it went way too fast. I couldn't finish it. Looks like it could potentially be another RPG, perhaps? Ah, yes, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, The Champion's Ballad, which is the DLC pack number two. I was going to say, I was, <laughs> it looked an awful lot like Zelda, and uh, apparently my intuition serves me well. Looks like it's coming out for both the Nintendo Switch and the Wii U. What did you think? I actually have one more announcement that I'd like to share. The four champions that appeared in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild will be available as amiibo. The Zora champion, Mifa. The Goron champion, Daruk. The Rito champion, Rivali. And the Gerudo champion, Urbosa. You'll be able to use these four amiibo in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Of course you'll be able to use these in the DLC packs that you just saw, so please look forward to them. This changes the game. Travel the world. Bring people together. Play anywhere with anyone. 
If video gaming is a journey, then anywhere has to include a stop right here in LA during E3. This is Magic Week, where booths buzz and channels glow, where the game worlds you've heard about suddenly spring into life. And this summer, a new kind of heated competition ignites right on Nintendo Switch. It kicks off later today with the Splatoon 2 World Inkling Invitational, which brings teams from the Americas, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, and Japan to see whose colorful skills are the best. Hmm. Tomorrow, the Pokken Invitational will be held. You might recognize some of our eight competitors who'll be duking it out in heated battles. Later on Wednesday, we'll see eight players throw punches in the fun and competitive game ARMS. What if ARMS is any good? Later this week. Four of our players will be pros, and the other four will be E3 attendees who rise to the top by battling on the show floor. If you're going to E3, we hope you'll accept the challenge. And no matter where you are, be sure to catch up with Nintendo Treehouse Live at E3 for all the details and news about Nintendo Switch and Nintendo 3DS. But now, there are a few more worlds left to visit on our journey before we land in the booth. Let's go. Ah, yes, the Mario Rabbids Kingdom Ubisoft Battle. Ubisoft is proud to announce his new Rabbids game, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, and it will be developed exclusively for the Nintendo Switch. The Rabbids crazy personalities and unpredictable behavior will shine as they arrive in a reimagined and twisted Mushroom Kingdom. They will surprise you in this tactical adventure filled with combat and exploration. Mario and his friends will join them in an epic quest to put the kingdom back in order. We can't wait for you to play the game on August 29th. Yeah, I remember looking at this during the Ubisoft conference. <laughs> oh, what was that? Something just blasted by the switch. Oh, there it is again. Where to go? Where to? Oh, oh, could it be Rocket League? I think it just might. Yes, it is. <laughs> Little Mario hat just spawned on the car. Exclusive battle cars, cross network play coming out this Christmas 2017. On behalf of everyone here at Cyanix, we're extremely excited to announce that Rocket League is indeed coming to Nintendo Switch. We know that both the Rocket League and Switch communities have wanted it, and now we're going to release it. Complete with cross network support that lets you play against opponents on other platforms. Nice. Switch version will have all the features and modes we've released thus far, plus exclusives like local wireless multiplayer, Mario and Luigi hats for customizing your car, and new exclusive cars we'll talk about later this year. Look for Rocket League on Nintendo Switch this holiday. Well, that's nice they're on all three consoles now. Oh, yet another feel with. Kind of a fantasy vibe. Got some waterfall action. Oh, is that a T-Rex?
and he's wearing a Mario hat as well. Looks like we got Mario just and all sorts of vistas. Here we go, off the rails. But you know it's time to raise Looks good. It's freedom like you never knew. Oh, it's so colorful. It's so bouncy, so squishy and squashy. Oh, he's going into a frog. It's like it's, they're kind of doing a combination of like fantasy Mario worlds, but then they're he's in like more of the realistic world, like the actual world. Super Mario Odyssey out October twenty seventh, two thousand seventeen. What do we have here? A little Unreal Engine. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that just about does it for Nintendo Spotlight. There were uh, just a, a really good handful of games. You had uh, Yoshi and you had Super Metroid 4. Although Super Metroid 4, I was um, bummed that we didn't actually get to see any gameplay uh, footage of that. But at least we know that they're developing it. It's, it's coming out at some point. The Zelda DLC packs 1 and 2 are going to be, I'm sure, <laughs> very uh, hotly anticipated by folks who have been playing Zelda and are big fans of that. Just expanding the world. That's always a good thing. That is, like I mentioned earlier, it's a game that I do want to pick up. I do want to give it a shot and see what I think. I just feel like I'm in that, that right kind of uh, market for a system that I can take with me, but yet also it's large enough that I can hook up to a TV. I just I, I really do dig a lot of what I've been seeing with the, the uh, Nintendo Switch, despite not actually having a chance to try it out myself. Uh Let's see, there's some Pokemon goodness, Pokemon RPG. Uh, of course, Pokemon is just huge. It's absolutely huge around here. I am normally not a big fan of Pokemon. However, having said that, I actually put quite a bit of time into the Pokemon Go from on my uh, my iPhone, and that was, that was pretty fun. Although the gameplay mechanics of that were pretty different than what I'm seeing on here in terms of like the RPG and the, the action elements and stuff, so... I'm not going to write it off completely. I'm just, for me, my, my own personal taste, I'm just not a, a huge uh, Pokemon guy. The uh, the Kirby game looked terrific. 
Once again, just it, all of these games that they they were demonstrating here have that signature Nintendo style. It's very colorful. It's very charming, pleasing to the eye, uh, squishy, squashy. Just uh, just above all else, it's just all the games are just so cute. I mean, like, it's literally like Prozac for the eyes. I think that you could have a, um, a pretty crappy day and you come home and you pop one of these games in and start playing. And then uh, I think uh, that could <laughs> make your day uh, turn upside down and, and do a 180. So that's a good thing. I mean, it's it's something that um, I found myself thinking about, like as I was looking at the different offerings that despite the fact that, that they're all kind of the same visual style, it's actually kind of nice because you don't really see that on the Xbox or the PS4. You know, th- those two systems have more of that edgier, more mature, realistic kind of look. And Nintendo has decided to stay within their own kind of world that they've cultivated over the decades. And I think that's a good thing. I think that um, it's instantly recognizable and it's something that, for me personally, I can say that I do have an interest in wanting to, to check out. I do uh, want to be able to, you know, kind of take a break from the the Injustice 2s, the, the Overwatches. Actually, you know, Overwatch is kind of um, straddling both sides of kind of being realistic, but it's not. It's a stylish uh, or a stylistic realism, and it has also kind of that charming um, tutti-frutti color, saturation, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, just overall, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of digressing there a bit, but the point being is that I do really like how Nintendo has carved out a niche for itself and that it's just, it's always been highly regarded within the gaming community as being the OG of uh, really a lot of games, you know, of course, Technically, Atari was before Nintendo, and you know you have little exceptions like that. But just as an overall household brand name, Nintendo has always been at the forefront there. So, uh, yeah, Kirby looked good. They had the, of course, the Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom battle, which we saw at the Ubisoft conference, and so it was cool to actually take a look at how they approach their game engine because I think Ubisoft had more of a hand in development for that as opposed to some of the the offerings that we saw here from Nintendo. And they did a nice job. It definitely looks like it's in the world of Mario, and they they did do some polishing items that was that I appreciated from a visual standpoint. Also, Super Mario Odyssey, the the last game that they showed, it was interesting because the the scenes where it was undeniably Mario looked terrific, but then they also had levels where Mario was existing kind of more in a real world where like he was going, like it looked almost like he was running down the streets of like Chicago or New York or something. And you saw taxis and you saw people like humans walking around. And um, I don't know what to make of that just because I tend to prefer to have my Sonics and my Marios exist in their own fantasy land. I don't like having that kind of, merging of the two worlds together. I don't, I think that there's too much of a, of a clash with that. And that was one of the issues I had when, when they um, started to do that with Sonic as well as they started to introduce Sonic into more of kind of like a real world interacting with real humans. And I'm thinking this is, this is not what Sonic the Hedgehog is all about. And you, you know, we all know 
um, the situation that they're in at this point. In fact, actually, with uh, the new Sonic games that they're showing at this year's E3 with Sonic Mania and Sonic Forces, um, it's obvious that they have gone back to kind of the origins of the kind of fantasy world that was built up for Sonic, and that's a very good thing. So I'm curious, like I said, I, I don't know what to make of the, the Mario version of it. And, and also, too, I'm speaking from a position of ignorance because I just don't own Nintendo systems. And so I don't know if this is something that is a new direction for the franchise or if this is something that they were successful in in previous installments of Mario-style games. So overall, though, it was um, it was cool. Um, I, like I said earlier, I definitely would like to pick up a Nintendo Switch at some point. I think they're being really smart with their titles. It's very obvious that they are just you know, dipping into their, their tried and true IPs. And it was really nice to see just how many they had on display for this particular press briefing. And I'm curious to see too, just what is, what will the third party support be? I, I know that for Nintendo, especially like with the, the Wii, for instance, there wasn't a lot of third party support. And I'm curious to see, you know, of course, Nintendo's first party titles, just about all of them are just gold. Um, but I'm very curious to see just what, what's going to happen as a result of Nintendo's platform not being as um, advanced in terms of the hardware spec when you compare it to, say, an Xbox One or PS4. And I don't know how developers will feel about that. It was nice to see that Ubisoft had a bit of a kind of a collaborative effort with Nintendo on one particular title. And it was nice to also see, too, that EA was putting some of their licenses like FIFA and, uh, and that sort of thing into the, the, the system. But overall, I, th- I thought it was good. I, I don't, th- well, it's difficult to say. You know, I, I think that, that it, was a, it was a strong showing. I'm going to have to kind of um, take some time to process just how each one of these companies has performed this year. And perhaps in a, a future podcast episode, I'll be able to kind of lay it all out as to uh, what my favorite picks are from the show and, and um just also having some additional commentary on just how these companies fared against one another. So at this point, this is going to be just a, a short and sweet podcast for Nintendo. Way to go, Nintendo. Good job. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, or if you'd like to just uh, have some some fun just saying hi to us, you're welcome to do so on Twitter at TV. Also, we're available on Facebook.com slash TV, And actually, that's where we post a lot of the game trailers that, that you will find on E3, as well as any kind of art game articles, headlines, that sort of thing. And so it's kind of a one-stop shop for you to be able to see what it is that we are referring to and talking about, especially when it comes to these types of podcast episodes where you don't actually have the video to, to you know, correspond with all the audio at this point it's it's more of just an audio experience and so you definitely have that available we also will post our podcast on soundcloud.com slash joygasm tv so lots of joygasm goodness to go around and until next time happy gaming guys <laughs>